Welcome to the Vital Goddess Podcast, where we explore an empowering and sexy reframe on midlife, menopause, and beyond. I'm your host, Diane Shepard, certified holistic sexuality coach with a specialty in the Taoist jade egg practice and a passion for lifelong vitality. I call midlife and menopause the passion portal, an initiation into the most vital, creative, and sexiest chapter of a woman's life if we choose it. And we have a lot more agency than we've been led to believe. You see, from the Taoist perspective, your sexual energy, also known as your libido, is not just about sex, it's the foundation of everything. Your mental and physical health, your creativity, and so much more. It's your personal holy grail, your personal wellspring of vitality. And midlife is the perfect time to tap into it. I offer a mind, body, spirit, and trauma-informed perspective on Taoist and Tantric practices that support you in reclaiming your pleasure, unleashing your inner goddess, and aligning with your true desires so that you can rebirth your life and rock your third chapter like a queen. If you're done feeling like you're being put out to pasture, you are in the right place. I have a hunch that you're just getting started. The best is yet to come. You see, we're in the midst of a renaissance here. A new way of being human on the planet is emerging and reclaiming our sensuality has everything to do with it. I believe that turned on seasoned women will lead the way in creating a new world where everyone gets to thrive. These are no ordinary times and you, my friend, are no ordinary woman. I am so glad you're here. Welcome to the show. Hello there, beautiful. Welcome back to the show. Always so thrilled to have you here. And if you're brand new to the podcast, welcome to you too. Really thrilled to have you here as well. So I hope everything's going well for you wherever you are. Um, yeah, so much going on in the world and I hope you're really taking super good care of yourself. It's never been more important. Um, I say that all the time, but I always want that reminder. So hopefully <laughs> that reminder will serve you as well. So yeah, I just came out of the woods. I was on a beautiful hike by myself. I just love to do that. Get lost in the woods. I'm really into barefoot hiking. I love to kick off my shoes and get out on the trail. And just yesterday was my first barefoot hike of the season. It felt so good to get out there again. And I live in an area where there's a lot of gorges and waterfalls. I just get really into it. It's so much fun. And I just went out again today and it just um, such a great reset for so many reasons. I'll definitely do an episode on barefoot in general and how it's so good for us, right? For so many reasons. And such um, a powerful sensuality practice, in my opinion, actually. It's incredible. There's so many nerve endings on our feet. You know, the whole reflexology thing, of course, really super healthy for us. And um, our feet um, are really designed to feel the world and move. So really excited about um, getting out there again. And I will definitely have an episode on that with some good resources for you, because it's not something you want to just hop right into like hiking, like long distance barefoot, uh, you could definitely hurt yourself. I, I prepared and trained for quite a while, actually. And this is my second year doing it. Feel really good. But um, yeah, it's, it's something that I'm really passionate about. Um, 
among other things. <laughs> so, and what else? Oh yeah, we went to a live concert last night. Oh my God, first time in what, two and a half years? It was so much fun. We went to see Lindsay Buckingham. I don't know if you're familiar with the band Fleetwood Mac. I'm sure you are. They're world renowned, right? But he he's one of the original members of Fleetwood Mac, the guitarist and phenomenal guitarist. And he has his own band and now he's, he's been touring. But um, what I wanted to bring up is the the masculine energy that this man is running is incredible. And penetrative, right? In such a beautiful way. And I think the world needs more of that. You don't see that often, right? Just having this powerful masculine energy, but also so rooted in love. It was such, it felt like a tantric experience. I'm not going to lie. So if he comes to your town, definitely go see his show. I mean, it was incredible. His voice, well, he's an incredible guitarist, but his voice is a transmission. It really is of the sacred masculine. It was like, holy shit. You know, a lot, people talk about Sting all the time and he does Tantra and everything, which is really cool. But Lindsay's up to something. I'm not sure what his practices are. He doesn't talk about that publicly. I haven't I haven't seen him talk about that publicly, but he's up to something because, gosh, he's at least 10 years older than me. I'm 59 um, and he's never sounded better and he, he just keeps getting more powerful. It's It's really incredible. So just wanted to share that. A beautiful expression of the masculine and, you know, not being afraid to be powerful and penetrative, which is what so many women I know want. That's what I want. <laughs> so it was really nice to see it on stage and to to have that kind of uh, uh, group experience with it. Everybody was like, what? The guys were truly so inspired. The women were like, give me more. Like that was amazing. So yeah, I had to share. Okay, so today's episode, I want to talk about how, why we sabotage our pleasure, why we sabotage our pleasure, and, you know, what we can do about it. So first thing I want to say, when we talk about sabotaging our pleasure, is we don't want to make ourselves wrong for doing that. It's something we all do. And the reason is 5,000 years of patriarchy. That's the big why right there, right? <laughs> Our sensuality has been in lockdown for thousands of years. And so we're absolutely going to have parts of us that sabotage our best efforts to reclaim our sensual sovereignty. It's just the way it is. And this is the journey. This is the yoga. This is the practice. And it's a journey that I'm on with you right there. That's what I like to call the style of coaching I do is more like wing woman coaching because I've got you, right? I get it. Like I, I'm navigating that stuff too, right? I've just been doing it a long time and have created new pathways for pleasure and had great experiences, but you know, it took, took a while and, and um, it took a lot, you know, a lot of work navigating these things that tend to pop up as self-sabotage, you know? So what does that look like? It could look like so many things. It could look like getting really excited about this jade egg practice or yoni egg practice or yoni wand practice or taking a tantric workshop or even reading a tantric book or even doing, say, one of the breathwork practices I've shared um, on this podcast for free of breathing into the heart, breathing into the womb. There's part of you that could be like your mind. Yeah. I'm really into, like, sign me up. I'm so down. I'm an empowered woman. I definitely want to, you know, empower my sensuality. I want to expand my orgasm and my pleasure. I totally want all of those things. And yet, you might even sign up for the thing, right? Or download the audio or, you know, join my program or whatever. And then once you're in there, it's like, oh, shit. 
<laughs> there's part of you that's like, no way, hell no, right? And this is why so often women will buy a jade egg or yoni egg and it sits in the drawer for years. Mine sat in the drawer for a while too. And, um, you know, I've talked about this with, you know, my colleagues and they say the same thing, right? You know, some master teachers of this method. I went through the same experience. So you're not alone. I want to really normalize that. And I think it's important for the female brain to have that connection that you are so not alone. There's nothing wrong with you. You're not broken. Absolutely not. This is something that every woman navigates, right? And how we do it, I think really matters. What What is really toxic is that isolation that our culture puts us in with this, that you do feel like there's something wrong with you. Like, oh, I'm sure everybody else is just really turned on and having an amazing experience with their jade egg, right? That's part of the story that you're telling yourself on some level. Maybe you have, you know, told yourself that story. And it's simply not true, you know? I want you to feel connected um, to all the women navigating. It's a very bold journey to reclaim your sensuality. It's not puppy stuff, you know? It's like, going in there and doing the work and, um, you know, facing those parts of us that are going to be in resistance and are going to want to sabotage our, our pleasure efforts. So, um, yeah, it can look like that resistance of, okay, yeah, I signed up for this thing. I want to do this thing. And, oh my gosh, I don't have time to do it. Right. And I, I get it. You might be really busy at this time of your life. A lot of us are a lot on our plates and yet there's always time. There's always time to do um, at least a micro pleasure practice. And when you make time for those, the they add up. It's cumulative, right? So you can start to slowly create new pathways for pleasure just by doing little five-minute practices. I'm a big fan of that. And Women in My Container, we talk about that a lot, right? We get together for more extensive practices in our temple sessions. But, you know, in between those times, about every, every other week we meet, um, you know, I highly encourage them to do micro practices and it doesn't have to be a big deal, you know, but it has to happen <laughs> if we're going to create new pathways for pleasure because this self-sabotage thing, um, those voices are going to tell you, you don't have time. And mm, this comes from, you know, a lot of subconscious mind content that we've all accumulated and it's, um, you know, don't be afraid of it, right? It's there for a reason. And this is, um, neuroscience is now saying that we are pretty much 95%, you know, running out of our subconscious content, making decisions, making choices. So it makes sense that um, the subconscious parts of you that, um, you know, have, have gathered myths around pleasure and sensuality, that it's not safe, that it's frivolous, um, that there's so many, right? That you know, it's a waste of time. I don't have time for this. All of those things um, are are running, and they're 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 having a party in there in our subconscious. <laughs> and unless we become aware of them and that they are um, running us, like ninety five percent of the time, it's really going to be hard to um, you know make those choices to start actually creating new pathways for pleasure. Right. So it sounds so simple, but it's it's not easy. It's not easy because that that stuff's going to be blah 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 blah, and it might be like a self you know self criticism kind of voice that comes up. Uh, you're not worthy, um, or that pleasure is stupid, or it um, somehow disempowers us as women, which has been I think a myth that you know feminism has really drilled into us. And um, you know it's great. <laughs> I love I'm a feminist too on some level, and yet when we um, devalue pleasure and sensuality, making it wrong, 
Um, not that every feminist does that by any means, but you know there is that narrative out there, and it can easily get in there and run the show. Um, you know, it's when I was in college, like a million years ago, it, it just felt like if you were in your sensuality, you would get judged for being you know, um, not smart or playing, you know, into the hands of doing it to, to please a man. Like there was all this stuff around it, right? Where, gosh, if a woman just wanted to feel good in her body, it just felt like there was all this like iron curtain judgment that would come down on you, right? And I think that's still operative today. Honestly, I see it a lot. I like to call it Venus bashing, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that she's not powerful, that part of you that knows pleasure is not a powerful part, which is Nothing could be further from the truth. It's, I think, the most powerful part of us and such a portal into, um, you know, our sacredness too as women. So we have, yeah, we have this subconscious content that is going to be running the show. And just knowing that is going to help you uh, notice when it's operative, knowing when the myth is running the show um, is like the, f- the first step is awareness, right? Knowing if there are myths that, you know, stories you're telling yourself about your pleasure and your sensuality. So one of the things that has helped me a lot, and one thing I share with my clients is that it can be handy to have a mantra to um, work with when those myths are popping up. Like, I don't have time, pleasure is frivolous, all that stuff. And one of the, the mantras I like to use is I am a sensual woman and pleasure is my birthright. You can have any kind of variation on that that works for you. But um, by design, we are designed for pleasure, exquisite pleasure, lots and lots of pleasure. I would say endless pleasure. I don't even think I've scratched the surface on it. And I've been doing this a long time there. Um, right. And so if we have a mantra that can be helpful. And just having those words that can re, you know, reroute it a little bit, give space, you know, to it where you can actually see it. I was like, oh yeah, subconscious stuff happening. I see it. And this is what I'm choosing instead. I'm choosing my sensuality. I'm choosing my pleasure. And just reciting that mantra a little, like say a few times might be enough for you to make a different choice. You know, it might just give you that space where you can be like, oh, actually, I'm going to sit in the sun right now and breathe through my nose and just drink in the beauty around me for three minutes, right? That's a practice. And if you do that enough, you will start to build new pathways for pleasure. It can be that simple. I'm a big fan of micro practices. So having a mantra that could be a great bridge um, to, to start to, again, make different choices. It's all about choice. We have so much agency, we just forget that we have agency. And we all do, we all forget. Get on that treadmill and boom. And one of the things that it's easy to hide behind, and I don't mean this in a judgmental way at all, is the busyness, right? I'm busy. I'm so busy. Oh my God, I'm so busy. Yeah, I know we're all busy. But at the same time, you always, always have time to infuse a little pleasure into your day, you know? Um... It's just about, again, that awareness, the mantra can help you. Another thing that I found to be really useful is to come into a somatic um, approach approach to this. The, the first piece I just talked about was more mindset. Um, and you might have to start there just to notice that what's operating in you, right? Um, and once you notice it, you can take this into um, a somatic practice. One of my favorites is shaking, shaking medicine. 
tantric shaking. I have a free um, video tutorial on my website under free stuff. I'll make sure I link it below where I just guide you through a shaking practice. It's so simple and such a beautiful reset um, to just come out of your head into your body to kind of just get, again, a little space from that subconscious content (laughs) and, um, you know, reclaim your your body, your pleasure. It's wonderful to stimulate the vagus nerve, which is wonderful for helping us come out of fight or flight states in the nervous system into that um, parasympathetic state, we call it, where we are more grounded, more calm, more available for pleasure, um, are able to be curious, you know, to make different choices. And shaking just five minutes can get you there, you know? So that I'll definitely um, link that. And there's a playlist there too that you can play and, and just shake your body. So simple, so powerful, so effective. So that's one of my favorite, you know, body-based practices to, um, you know, start to deal with this self-sabotage thing. Uh, another thing that I'm a huge fan of, and this is something we work with a lot in the, my container, Second Spring Queen, is sensual movement. Now, this could be kind of hard to hop right into. Like if you are in resistance, if you are self-sabotaging your pleasure, it could be really, oh, let me just do some hip circles. It can be a big jump, right? I know when I'm getting, when I'm like that, when I'm just on that treadmill, running on my stress hormones, uh, the last thing in the world I want to do, and I love sensual movement, the last thing I want to do is to get on the floor and and move like a stripper, right? (laughs) I love doing it. And once I do it, I'm great. But like, it could be hard to hop right into it. So shaking first can be really great. And then coming into something like hip circles or coming on to, um, all fours in table position and just moving your pelvis. And this is something we do in uh, in my work, right? In, uh, in the container, in the temple sessions where we meet live and we spend quite a bit of time just moving our pelvises. And <laughs> the reason being, it literally creates new pathways for pleasure. It literally creates um, space for female pleasure to flow in the way it's designed to flow. Because it's not always a straight shot when we're talking about orgasm right? It's um, a spiral, a circle. And so if you move your body that way, you actually are opening up pathways to encourage the, the, the energy to flow. And once you start feeling that in your body and it feels good, you'll be, um, it becomes kind of Pavlovian, if you will, you'll be encouraged and inspired to choose a pleasure practice more often of just moving your pelvis, right? And again, five minutes, that's all it can take to really have what's called like that a, a state shift of just feeling different in your body. So um, that's another beautiful, again, easy way to fit in to start to turn around um, any self-sabotage. And then one more body-based approach to start to really choose pleasure, right? Create new pathways for pleasure is breath work. I, I know you knew I was going to say that, right? Sensual breath work can be so simple. Just breathing. I know I went into this last episode. So if you missed the last episode, definitely check it out. But literally just learning to breathe in through your nose and then you can exhale through your mouth if you feel like you have a lot of tension or eventually just in and out of your nose in a slow, rhythmic, continuous way. Unbelievable to, yeah, to really, first of all, 
feel your body, feel what's going on on a physical level. And then second of all, um, meet some of that subconscious content, like emotions might come up that, you know, want to be felt and dealt with because this is a lot of the the self-sabotage behavior can come out of kind of a numbingness of just not wanting to feel, right? Avoidance and all of those things. So just simply breathing in through your nose with me, like, do it now. Ah, sighing on the exhale is really lovely. But just doing that for three to five minutes is a wonderful reset. Again, you'll you'll feel a state shift, <laughs> feel like different in your body because you are literally, um, again, stimulating the vagus nerve with that practice as well, coming out of fight or flight and um, generating pleasure hormones <laughs> Like uh, and also nitric oxide, which is this amazing molecule, feel-good molecule that we all need more of. Just that inhale through the nose does so much for you and a wonderful way to start to, um, you know, really make better choices and not sabotage ourselves so much. So again, just that in through the nose, exhale, and all it takes is five minutes. Now in my work and in the temple sessions, we go deeper into a journey. There's always the invitation to go deeper in to a breath journey with this approach. Um, And if you do like say 20, 30 minutes or even more, we can go pretty deep and really get in there and really work um, with some, you know, deep seated emotions, but in a safe container, right? Because we are again in that parasympathetic nervous system state. So however, um, that takes a little preparation, a strongly held container to, to do that safely, in my opinion. What I would recommend, just doing it on your own, simply five minutes at the most, and that will be enough for you to reap amazing benefits. And um, just gently starting to choose um, you know, new pathways for pleasure. So I hope you find that useful. And again, most important to remember not to judge yourself, make yourself wrong. If you self-sabotage your pleasure, we all do it. And our world is kind of designed to have us do that. What I'm here for is the, um, the long game of turning that shit around so that you can live your birthright of being a fully embodied, sensual woman with all all the pleasure things that are your right of just really allowing, you know, the bolts orgasmic energy of the universe to run through your body and uh, fuel your life. So I'm going to cap it there. And uh, that's all for now. See you next time. Take care. Thanks so much for tuning in. And if you're resonating with what I'm sharing here on the show, and perhaps you're curious, you want to know more, you want to go deeper, I've created a free masterclass for you to explore. It's called the Vital Goddess Masterclass. And in that masterclass, we go deeper into the concepts that I cover here in the podcast, basically all about reclaiming your pleasure, unleashing your unique expression of the sacred feminine, and rebirthing your life at midlife with a Taoist jade egg practice. It's pretty robust. You want to carve out some time to really take in the information, but you can find um, a link to that in the show notes. It's totally free. And I would love it if you check that out. There's a lot there. And I think you'll get a lot of value out of it packed with value. Very robust. 
And if you have a woman or women in your life that you feel would benefit from what I'm sharing here on the show, please share the love, pass it along. I would so appreciate that as well. I just really feel the world's going to be a better place the more that um, that we connect as turned on women. And if you happen to be listening to this on the Apple Podcast app, it's never been easier to leave a review. And I would so appreciate it if you did that. And um, it's really easy to scroll down. You'll see a little place where you can just type in a review. It used to be more complicated, but on the app, they've made it super easy. And that is a way for women to find this podcast, Women Who Need It The Most. So if you have the time, it would only take about 60 seconds now with this new situation. You could just scroll down and leave a review. Be so deeply appreciated. All right. Bye for now. It's been such a pleasure to have you here. I will catch you next time. Take care.